Good morning, church. So good to be with you. This morning, we continue our series in uh, the, um, the I Am series, which is uh, from the book of John. John um, Jesus actually makes uh, seven I Am statements. And so this morning, we're looking at the statement, I Am, the bread of life. And so if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to John chapter 6? John chapter 6. And while you're turning to John chapter 6, let me give you some historical context. If you remember in Exodus chapter 16, the people of God are slaves in Egypt. They're going through horrible, living in horrible conditions in Egypt. And so they cry out to God for help. And God delivers them. God uses Moses to free them from slavery, to free them from oppression, to free them from bondage, from hard labor, to free them from the Egyptians. And so here they are. They're in the desert. They've been in the desert for about three days now. Free from oppression, free from slavery, free from bondage, free from the Egyptians. For three days now, they're in the desert. And they start to complain and grumble. You see, they've been without water for three days. And so they grumble and they complain to Moses. And so God miraculously provides them with fresh water to drink. You think they're done with their complaining and grumbling? Absolutely not. They continue to complain and grumble. They continue to moan. They continue to grumble to Moses. In fact, in Exodus chapter 16, verse 2, this is what the Word of God says. It says, In the, whole, in the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only... We had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? It's like, they were slaves in Egypt. They were dealt and treated very harshly. They, had, they didn't sit around no pots of meat. They didn't have all the food that they wanted. And so they complained and grumbled. But God is gracious. And so listen to what verse 4 says. This is God's response. God says, I will rain down bread from heaven. For you to eat. I will rain down bread from heaven. And so the Lord miraculously provides this manna, this bread from heaven. Every morning when the people of God wake up, there's this manna, this bread from heaven that's on the ground, and they're instructed to, to grab as much of this bread as they need for that day's for that day's provision. And so, every morning, they get this free bread. Imagine that, free bread every single morning. 
Matt Zane's dad, Matt Zane's dad entered this contest at Zippy's. You know how sometimes when you buy your zip pack, they give you this slip of paper. Hey, fill in this slip of paper and put it in and you might win something. Guess what Matt's dad won? You won't believe it. He won one breakfast a day, every single day for an entire year. Imagine that. One breakfast, one meal a day, every single day for 365 days. Man, he's living the good life, your dad. Man, I wish I wanted that. I love food. Now check this out. This manna, this bread from heaven that God provides with the Israelites with. He didn't just come, out, come, come and he didn't just provide it for one day. He didn't just provide it for one week or one month or one year. God miraculously rained down this manna, this bread from heaven, every single day for 40 years. Imagine that. That's a miracle. That's pretty amazing. And so that is just one of the many stories that God, uh, of God's faithfulness that gets passed down from generation to generation. And so parents would tell their children and their children's children about the manna, the bread from heaven, over and over again. And children would say to their parents, Mama, Papa, tell me that manna, that bread from, Harry, bread from heaven story again. And so they would tell this story over and over again. And so if you were a good Jewish family living in John chapter 6, you would know the story of the manna, the story of the bread from heaven that's found in Exodus chapter 16. And so now we begin, and we're in John chapter 16. John chapter 16 begins with Jesus on a boat. And so he sails to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And crowds of people are following after Jesus because they see that Jesus is doing and performing these miracles. He's, he's, uh, the sick are being made well, and, the, and people are curious. They want to see what's going on. And so they keep following Jesus around, huge crowds of people, just a massive crowd of people. And so Jesus looks up, and he sees the crowd of people that's gathered, and he turns to Philip, one of his disciples, and he says, Philip, where are we going to get bread to feed these masses of people? And so Philip looks up, and he does some rough calculations, and he says to Jesus, Jesus, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. We just don't have enough money to feed all these people bread. There's just not enough money. We can't feed all these people. It's impossible. Meanwhile, another disciple, his name is Andrew, he goes into the crowd and he finds this little boy And he says, hey, Jesus, this little boy, he has five small loaves and two small fish. And so Jesus says, hmm, everyone, why don't you sit down? And so everyone sits down. And then Jesus takes the little boy's 
five loaves of small bread and two small fish. And he gives, th- he gives thanks. And he distributes it to the people to eat. And a miracle takes place. Every single person, the Bible says there were 5,000 men plus women, plus children. Every single person had enough to eat. And not only did every single person, every man, every woman, every child, over 5,000 people have more than enough to eat. But the Bible says that there were leftovers. 12 baskets of leftovers. That's a miracle. That's amazing. And the people, they see this miracle take place and they're like, this sounds familiar. This reminds us of Moses and the manna, the bread from heaven. Could this Jesus be that prophet that we're looking for, that prophet that will deliver us, that prophet that will provide us with bread from heaven? Could this be just like the, uh, the Moses who, who delivered our ancestors from Egypt? Moses who provided our ancestors with manna, with bread from heaven. Could this be the prophet that we're looking for? I think so. Let's make Jesus our king. You see, the crowd wants to follow a prophet who will provide free food and political deliverance. They want another Moses. But Jesus will have none of it. And so Jesus sneaks off, crosses to to the other side of the lake. And so this is where we begin. In John chapter 6, beginning in verse 25, it says this. John chapter 6, verse 25, it says, When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me. Not because you saw signs that I performed, but because you ate your fill of bread and became full. Jesus knew that these people were only concerned about free food. Jesus was their free meal ticket. And as long as Jesus provided them with this free meal, this free food, they would continue to follow Jesus around. They were fair-weather friends. Anyone have fair-weather friends? I have some fair-weather friends. They just come around when they need something. But when you need help, they're nowhere to be found. Fair-weather friends. These were fair-weather friends. And Jesus doesn't want fair-weather friends. Jesus wants faithful followers. And so at this point, Jesus gives these fair-weather friends some advice. Verse 27, the advice is this. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. Jesus is saying, 
Don't focus your life and efforts on food that spoils. Focus your life and efforts on food that endures to eternal life. And later on, Jesus says, I am that food that endures to eternal life. And so let me take a moment of pause here and let's reflect as you think of your own life. What do you focus your life and your efforts on? It's been said that if you show me your calendar and your checkbook, I'll tell you what your priorities in life are. And so what does your calendar and your checkbook say about your priorities in life? Some of us focus our life and our efforts on making sure that our children are at every single ball game. Some of us focus our life and efforts on our careers. Some of us focus our life and our efforts on our home. Some of us focus our life and our efforts on video games or social media. Now, Jesus is not saying, don't have a good career. Don't enroll your children in extracurricular activities. Don't have leisure activities. Don't have a nice home. But what Jesus is saying is this. Don't make that your main quest. Don't make that your main priority. Don't make that your main focus. Your main focus, your main quest, your main priority should not be to labor for food that, in, that spoils, but rather for food that endures to eternal life. And Jesus says, I am that food that endures to eternal life. And essentially what Jesus is saying is this, make me your main quest. Make me your main focus. Make me your main priority. And then everything else will kind of fall into place. But the crowd, they don't get it. Listen to their response. In verse 30, they say this. So they ask Jesus, what sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. How quickly they've forgotten about that feeding of the 5,000 with five small loaves of bread and two fish with 12 baskets full of leftovers. And they, here they are complaining and grumbling again. What will you do for me? What have you done for me lately? Fair weather friends. Listen to Jesus' response. He corrects them. He says this. Jesus says to them, Very truly, I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Jesus corrects them and says, you thought Moses gave you that manna, that bread from heaven? Well, you thought wrong. It's my Father in heaven who is the great provider. And then the great reveal 
verse 35, Jesus says this. He says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. By intentionally using words like bread and hunger and thirst, Jesus probably elicited a lot of emotions. Many in the crowd probably went through a season of intense hunger, of intense thirst, of yearning, of craving, of longing for bread and water. And Jesus says, you know and understand physical hunger and thirst. Well, I want you to have that kind of hunger, that kind of thirst, that kind of yearning, that kind of craving, that kind of longing, but for me, because I am the bread of life. Make me your main quest. Make me your main priority. Make me your main focus. And anyone who comes to me will never go hungry. Anyone who believes in me will never be thirsty. I love this quote. It's on the screen. Um, the author is unknown. Some people uh, attribute it to uh, Blaise Pascal. He said something similar, but not quite like this. The quote says this, There is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every man which cannot be filled by any created thing, but only by God the Creator, made known through Jesus Christ. There is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every person, a hunger, a thirst, a longing, a yearning, a craving in the heart of every person that cannot be filled with, with anything else but Jesus Christ. It cannot be filled with money. Not money, not fame, not position, not people or pleasure or house or toys or things or video games or social media or even a vacation. This God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every person can only be filled by Jesus Christ, the bread of life. Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, who suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, and he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And from there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. Jesus Christ, the bread of life. And Jesus says this morning to you and I, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And Jesus invites us, Are you hungry? Come. Are you thirsty? Come. 
Are you tired or restless or angry or depressed or empty or broken or worried? Come. Come and receive. Come. Come and believe. And when you come, you will not be disappointed. When you come, you will never go hungry. When you believe, you will never be thirsty. Come. Jesus says, come and receive. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Amen. Let us pray.